0: The next issue that Rabbi Levi is going to address in the Qazari is also a fundamental point of difference between Yiddishkeit and various other religions. We saw last time that the way that the Chacham introduces our awareness of Hashem and therefore our knowledge of Hashem it's based on Yassir Mitzrayim, what we saw, and based on Matan And when the Ch- Khazari challenges him, why don't you refer to Hashem as the creator, as the one who created, built the world? So the Chochem's answer was that something we saw ourselves is much stronger knowledge than something that we accept, which we don't have pertinent evidence of. So now based on this, the Kuzari responds to him, and he says, If that's the case, then what you're saying is that the Torah is only obligatory to Jews. It is only given to you, and therefore you're the only one responsible to keep it, expected to keep it, not the whole world. And uh, this is a point which the Khazari picks up on, because like I said, this is the fundamental issue of difference between Klai Israel and the other nations. And you have to explain this point, because it's a point of... Uh, with, uh, whereas other nations expect everybody, the whole world, to accept their religion, and as much as historically we see it, was, there were times when it was like that, that they could try and force everybody accept a certain religion whether it was Islam who tried to use the sword to force all the Near East to accept Islam whether it was Christianity they tried to do the same thing that isn't the principle of Yiddishkeit we're not trying to convince the going to become Jews now what's the reason for that? what's the reason for that? in other words let's ask the question the other way around first if we know that this is accepted, this is the M's. So then, why don't we expect the entire world to keep it? Why do we expect? Why is it something which is only an expectation of Klal Yisrael and not of everybody? Why don't we expect all people to keep the Yiddishkeit? Once we're convinced that it's the M's, so it should be binding on everybody, which is very the, the position that the other religions start from. Being as they accept whatever they claim as right, so they expect it to be mandatory. That everyone has to keep it. So why is the law so different? Why, why do the other religions say they not of belief. If it claims it's right, if it claims that that's the MS, that's the truth, so then it should be binding on everybody. As much as it's binding on me, it's binding on you, it's binding on everybody. And therefore every religion, and as much as it claims to be the true religion, it means that it's exclusive, that this is the only true religion. So it should be binding on everyone. That, that's the mindset that it starts with. And that's why the king's surprised that King will come from a point that we're not expecting everybody to become Jews. That's what he asks. Now, two points I want to discuss here because there are two points which lead themselves to confusion. And the first one is the going war of the Torah. They going well for the Torah originally, they turned it down. So, what are we saying? That as a result of that, they lost opportunity, we understand that. But it's not an ex- it wasn't an expectation. It wasn't an expectation. Uh, we uh, Originally, uh, like the Pazuk says, Hashem went to the B'nai Esau, he went to the B'nai Amon, he went to the B'nai and he offered them the Torah as well. Even though they hadn't been, so to speak, the... Subject of Yetius Mitzrayim or of the Kriyas Yamsuf, but having seen those miracles, so now they were offered the Torah too. They chose to refuse it. So, how do you understand the position? That it was never meant for them? Or, and if that's the okay, case, so why were they given the option? Or it was meant for them, in which case they did something wrong by refusing the Torah. The, the, also, they weren't, they weren't, uh, the Gemara says never that in the future, the goyim are going to see the reward That the shall get to keep the Torah And they'll have a complaint to Hashem that he never forced us But he never wanted it Right, okay, so that's the first thing we have to explain And the second question is Besides for the historical question that the goyim were offered the Torah the, the other question we have to answer is the philosophical question And that is, why not? If it's the Amos, And if it's Hashem's expectation So why aren't the Goim expected to be like that as well? Okay, so the way that the Kuzari is going to answer, we'll see in a moment, is something that the, the, the king doesn't like. But the way he sits like this is basically that it's true. It's not expected from the going because they don't deserve it. It's expected from us. There's a high expectation for us. It's not expected from the going, not because they don't need it. It's because they don't deserve it. And that's uh, why the reason, like always, Avura Levi directs the argument this way is because this is a common argument against Clay Israel. It's uh, just to put it into its uh, more modern day connotation or language, but it's the same argument. The argument of the chosen people. And it's not open to everybody. It's not ever wants to accept can accept on a, a communal, on a worldwide level. Clay Israel is special, we chosen. And. Uh, That's what the Khakram is going to say back to him. And uh, the Khakram doesn't like it. Why why do you think you're different? In other words, as opposed to different religion, which is open to everybody, and it says we expect everybody to accept our religion. Okay, so we say not like that. We say we don't expect everybody to uh, accept Yiddishkeit. We don't deserve it. Now, what's what's the background? What's the understanding for this position? So we already saw the the way that it's explained by the Derech Hashem. There are other ways explaining it also, but I'm going to start with the Derech Hashem's because we saw it two weeks ago in Nefesh HaKhaim. And the Derech the Hashem says like this. He says it's true. At the time of Adam and Rishon, when there was only one man, the one man was entrusted with the job of serving Hashem. Emunah, accepting him and serving him. After Adam's sin, So really, all people were given the job of as best they could, trying to rectify Adam's mistake. And therefore, the avenue of Avodah Hashem was open to everybody. He said, it was only later on, later on, when, first in the time of Avraham Avinu, when Hashem chose Avraham as the one to perpetuate the when and therefore create, so to speak, the nation of Avdashem. And that it still. It was open to whoever wanted to, to join Abram. We know about the Naqish HaOz of Bukharan that Abram had many disciples and many students learn from him. And they accepted their and It was still open to them. But when it came to Matt Torah, so then the going were given the option. They had the choice to become part of the Amashem and they had the choice not to become part of the Amashem. And by turning down the option to take the Torah, so then they lost their opportunity. Says the Ramchal, on a communal level. The individual guy who wants to become part of Kayushal has the option. He can become a guarantee, he can become part of Israel. But on a national level, or on a communal level, it's no longer. It was, that option wasn't given anymore to the guy. Why? Why? So here's the echo point there's two elements. So what Hashem expects from people. The first one, the first one, is, what, the, to fulfill the job that humanity has to fulfill. Fulfill. If it's to bring the world to the revelation of Hashem's malchus, if it's to attack in the bria, if it's to, whatever other way we're going to put it, there's a job which is there for humanity. Now, Hashem entrusts people to do the job, but if you see the consistency people aren't doing the job, and there's no point giving it to them. And therefore, what we saw by Matan Torah, we saw the Gemara and it says, Ra, the Shiva mitzvahs, that they're going, weren't keeping. And therefore, Amar V'Hitiram. If they're not doing the job, then I'm not going to give them a job to do. I would, uh, Hashem would rather make sure that the people who are, are entrusted with the job, people are going to do it. And therefore, Hashem redirected the, what was originally the mission of humanity to become the Tafkot of Kal Israel. It's no longer the mission of all humanity to achieve. It's the task of Israel to achieve. Christ Israel now entrusted with the job of doing what mankind was meant to do. And what function then do all the other people in the world play? The same function that all the animals play for us. They act as in a supporting role. They're there to help us. They're there to provide us with what we need. They're there to make a system of commerce, of economy, of whatever is going to be in the world which is necessary to maintain a society but they aren't entrusted with doing what Hashem wants they're there to, to so to speak to work within the framework of how the world works for our benefit but they aren't given that specific tafkid why not? why did they lose it? it was originally meant for all people like we saw anyway every person was originally created with salam alaqim possibly because they weren't doing it and therefore there was no reason for Hashem to keep giving a tafkid to someone who's not doing it now but Klal Yisrael, since we were willing to do the tafkid, so we give, we still have that opportunity. We still have that obligation by the game Since they decided they don't want the tafkid, they don't want to have a role to play. So the role was taken away from them. And therefore, once once they no longer factor, so to speak, in what Hashem wants in, to happen in the world, so we're not obligating them. So we're not obligating them because they aren't they aren't um, so to speak in having a role to play. That's the first point. There is a second point. There is a second point. And that is, even with that being the case, that Goim don't have a function to play, Goim don't have a tough kid, so to speak, in, in what Hashem wants to happen, the seven myths will still apply to them. The seven myths still apply to them. The fact that they can't accept another form of religion, the fact that they have to believe in Hashem, the fact that they have to keep a moral society, whatever it is, that still applies. Except the important point is, is that the shiva mitzvahs aren't bringing the world to where it's meant to be. It's not a religious responsibility. The shiva mitzvahs are in order to maintain a society, which is an, which is not a stable society. Not to yes, and I'll explain why. Uh, not to commit adultery, not to murder, to have a justice system, not to steal. It builds society. Evi Menachai is always giving an example of inhumane cruelty. And therefore, yes, it's something which is within a normal society it shouldn't happen. It's not a religious sense in the sense of that it's going to do what Hashem wants. It's to maintain a society, a stable society here in this world. That the responsibility the to still have. It wasn't taken away from them because as much as they're people, they need to maintain a society where people can live in. To become an immoral society. We have to, as a society, decide that we want to... We're we, we forced by, that, by See, the Shavu the Yes, of course. So, I'm, I'm asking that if Hashem wouldn't have given that people wouldn't, able, wouldn't make morals among themselves? Or could be they would, and could be they wouldn't. And it could be there would be selective morals. There were societies which held that you can kill girl babies, not boy babies. There were societies which held that you can kill the weaker elements of society. There are still societies today who condone any form of immorality. If society is left to itself, it's not necessarily going to keep to what's meant to be an upright society. Fine, But that's not, a, but once again, that's not, it's not a mechaib because that's what Hashem wants from people. That's what Hashem expects people to do, to maintain the society of people. And therefore, the first point, the, the, what Klaishah expe- ex- accepts as the principle of imuna is Hashem spoke to us. And Hashem gave us a, a higher level of obligation than we, what He expects from other people. They aren't expected to do that. Not because it's, a, so to speak, a kula. Not because it's a leniency on their part. It's because they don't deserve it anymore. They lost the chance. And therefore, we're not trying to bring everybody, so to speak, to become yiddin. We don't need it. It's not that the world, in order to achieve the shleim that Hashem wants to achieve in the world, it has to bring everybody to become a Jew. We don't need that. Like we and, I mean, we, right. We're, we're like not that. trying to beguire everything in the world. Exactly. What the, what the expectation is, is that in order to do what Hashem wants in the world, it's not the Khoshal, does it? And that's good enough. And therefore, like I said, this is the understanding when you said that Khoshal and Nitra, we chosen. we chosen in the sense that that's all that Hashem expects. And therefore, it's true. We're not, we don't try to mission around, so to speak, and get everybody to convert, because we don't see that as being the tactics of what the world needs. So that's what the Khoshal was going to say. That's the first thing. we also not out campaigning that the Goyim keep the Shav- the Goyim keep in the Shav- in the Nair. We don't, we don't force them. We don't try and complain that they do it because we, we, we have no responsibility to the goyim. But if it would be a society where the basin would be in control, the the, the, the rule of Torah would hold sway, then of course we'd force the goyim to keep the Shem Not only that, the halacha is that you're not allowed to let a goyim break the Shem It's just like you can't cause a Jew to stumble. I can't give a guy something which for him is also to do because I'm causing him to stumble. So for, for his benefit, for sure, I have, to, I have to keep him to the standard that I expects from him. But that's a lower standard. And therefore, we've categorized people. There's the people which are now expected to do it Hashem. That's one level. And now there are people who have a place to play in the world. Yeah. And there's a low expectation of them and that's okay. How has this, this point taken, so to speak, by the way? This way of looking at it, this worldview, this is what you're going to see. The Khabar says, what the, the, responding to the Kuzari who said, I see that the Torah is only of you and no one else, says the Chava, okay, you're right. As, anybody who wants to join us from the Goyim can choose to join Kal In other words, the door isn't closed. We're not saying that because we the one can join us, anybody can. There are, the roots of Gairus is open, but collectively it's not accepted for the whole world. We've right, Min Atoyi Vashayet what we expect for us, is anyone who wants to join us, can you share that as well? If the mechayev of the Torah was because Hashem created us, everything would be the same. Right? If the obligation to serve Hashem was because He's the boy, then every Nivre is in the same category. Right? They're all created by Hashem and therefore they're all equally responsible. If the way Hashem speaks to us, He says, that because I took out of and I brought it to Hasina and I gave you the Torah, and therefore this is directed specifically for you. Then that's why we see that the, the expectation, expectation of Hashem is specifically for us. <laughs> we consider the chosen people. And I like can how they're taken by the other side, they don't like it. <laughs> I see that you change from side to side, but I like what you're saying, and I don't like it anymore. In other words, I don't think it's a fair principle. That you consider yourself to be better than everybody else, in other words, not qualitatively better. That you, you consider yourself to be uh, have a f- function which Hashem wants in the world, and everybody else doesn't. Which, again, the, the, the argument that the is saying, with the Ghidorah is putting into his mouth, is the old argument that the voice claims. Right, that the notion, that it's, a, it's a, so to speak, a racist mentality. That uh, you, you think you're the chosen people, you think you're better than everybody else. Where does it come from? Oh, so this we're going to see tomorrow, we're going to see the Chakam's answer to that. But just to explain the question first, right, this idea that we say it's not it's not Hashem's expecting the whole world to become human. It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not just a matter that we're not forcing other people. It's because we don't need them. We don't need them. That's what they're objecting to. That's what the Qazari objects to over here. And tomorrow, we'll see how the Chakam responds to that objection. That's the biggest Yisrael that David is going to teach us.